Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week, oh, shoot, I am... I'm going to be an officer of meal, making everything appealing lunch. It is our Thanksgiving weekend, or it was. I mean, it still is. When you all are hearing this, we're probably closer to American Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are to Canadian Thanksgiving, but it's it's the real Thanksgiving today. And we had Thanksgiving dinner on Sunday, and then we had not, I mean, not really Thanksgiving lunch today, but but I was in charge of it. So it was, it was an appealing lunch. It just wasn't like turkey and stuffing and stuff. That was yesterday. Today was more more Murray lunch. So, mm, lunch. <laughs> so when, so my mom and aunt, they loved it. And my dad was like, Oh, Oh, you never know what you're going to get when you come to Murray's house, <laughs> which is just dad's way of saying, I wanted Turkey <laughs> instead of, instead of like fancy little asparagus wrapped chicken thighs and Brussels sprouts and, you know, things I like. Because <laughs> it's all about me. It it sounds good to all people. All people. Unless you're... Unless you're dad. And then... <laughs> oh, that would be appropriate for mine, too. And then I got the highest of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the mm-hmm. highest of compliments, which was... Huh. Brussels sprouts aren't bad this way, Murray. <laughs> That's good, dad. Good. So glad. So glad. So you didn't hate it. That's good. You didn't hate it. That yeah, and I, and you ate most of what was on your plate. So you know, good for you. <laughs> the Thanksgiving fairy will be good to you tonight, Dad. <laughs> you are now allowed to have dessert. That is right. You can have the dessert totally. And there were so many desserts. So many. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. It's always one of the best parts. Totally. 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 Yes. Anyway, that is me. That is me. All right. Well, I guess it's up to me because well, totally. Paul is still probably on planet tryptophan. Totally sleeping off the turkey. Wake up tomorrow going, wait, do we? What's today? <laughs> Are we recording tonight? Hold on. Where am I? Where am I? That's right. Well, I'm Al, and this week I was, for the final time, an agent of Uncle. Unlimited, mm. new to me, collectibles leading to everything. So oh. my uncle passed away this past week. Oh, no. My Uncle Vinny. And he is a good chunk of the reason why I'm here right now. He was not a big reader or collector of comics, but he was an early, very early, like in the 80s, adopter of, I'm going to send my kids to college on this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And he had a job, something in recycling. I don't know exactly what he did. Something to do with recycling or something like that. Or, But he ended up with a... He had a whole bunch of comics in his house that he was like basically just there to sell. But he would get a whole bunch of them for pretty much cheap. So I was a big reader. And we're talking like early 80s, so I'm like 9, 10. And so basically he would let me go through them. And as long as they weren't too expensive and he had doubles, I <laughs> And so that's Perfect. how I ended up with my initial collection of stuff where I had just a whole bunch of random issues of things you know, before I started buying anything. So wow. that, I would not be doing this. Very cool. Very, very cool. 
I mean, sad that you had to say goodbye and all, but yes. but lovely comics memories. Yep. Wow. So all the stuff from the eighties. Oh, Do we have like older 70s. stuff too? Like oh, oh there would be some seventies stuff. I don't think I had really many sixties. I might have had one or two, but right, right. Yeah, and a lot of them were ones like you know. For instance, if anything had the cover ripped off or the top part of the cover cut off, I was allowed to take that because. <laughs> That's not going to be sending yeah. anyone to college. Yeah, that was <laughs> fine. That was like, yeah, take those and get rid of them anyway for me. But, yeah. you know, anything that was full cover on was like, well, OK, do I have more than one? OK, fine. You could take the other one. Wow, cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I remember there were I always found I didn't have an uncle, but like I we went. I'm not even going to call it a cottage. Like my folks had these friends and every summer they would have like a a friend's weekend, right? So we would, it was, I mean, it was kind of a cottage. It was on a river, but it was not a cottage. Anyway, we would go there and up in the attic, which is where I was sleeping, there was like a big box of old comics. And it was like just the weirdest, randomest stuff of comics. There was like Archie's and there was like a Sandman, like the Jack, not the Jack, well, yeah, it was the Jack Kirby Sandman, but like the 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 seventies one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There with the like, with the uh, costume and brute and glob and yes, yeah. yes, all that. So, um, and then someone from like I think the organist's wife at the church. We would go there for dinner occasionally, and I can't remember if we were playing hide and seek inside or whatever. But anyway, I found like a box of like like legion comics from the 60s that was like oh oh my gosh can we just can i just stay overnight <laughs> i you know i'm I mean, not done yet that's right they could just adopt me for the night i figure i can probably get through the silver age in a night <laughs> anyway it's always cool when you come across um you know comics in weird spots yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yes for sure for sure. All righty. Well, someone who is not finding comics is Captain Comet. <laughs> he no, is. He's not finding. He's not finding anything good. No, no, he is flying across the cover. It's a cool cover. And it's oh, a yeah. cool. Yeah. They don't. They don't bury the lead here. They do not. They tell us straight up, Captain Comet's back, and <laughs> there he is, front not and happy. center on the cover. Yeah, no, he is unhappy. I don't know if it's because he's wearing this new costume that makes him unhappy, or if it's because he's being chased by a legion. Uh, yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I mean, the costume is not, it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's. It's the, it's the 90s upgrade costume. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. he has the big metal bracers and. Yeah. For sure. He sharp does. angles for the, you know, the you know, sharp ank lines on there. You know. The yes. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could have <laughs> been worse. They're, oh, they for sure. Way worse. Absolutely. There's no pockets. There's no wide shoulders. It's not bad. It's not bad. No, I mean, I'm thinking of what that armor costume that Hawkeye wore for a while. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was not good. This no. at least is this is fine at worst. It it yeah, it gives off like classic classic superhero look. Which is what he is. He's like he's a classic yeah. throwback hero with the big lantern jaw and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so this one is by Fire, Oakwin, and Probst. Cover is by Oakwin. Oh, look, he even spells it out phonetically for us. Oh, where? Oh, there it is. Yeah, right by the one oh, wrist yeah, bracer. Right. Yeah, right by mm-hmm. the windows in the building. Yeah, totally. I didn't even notice that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, well, now yeah. we know. And totally. hope I remember next week. We will refer you back <laughs> to the cover. I'm All right. Morgan Freeman voiceover. He did not remember. He did not remember. That's right. Alrighty, we open up. And, oh, the ad here. This was such a weird era for DC. Like, where where are we at here? 95. And there's, like, an ad for Batman Man Bat, which I had no idea was ever a thing. But it sounds like a cool little Elseworlds miniseries. Three-issue miniseries about genetic engineering, age-old enemies, and Marilyn Monroe. All right, the last one kind of was a surprise to me. Yeah, totally. DC threw some weird stuff out there in the 90s. Like, the the prestige format was everywhere. They had Elseworld miniseries all over the place. Oh, yeah, and those were all prestige formats. Yes. Because I had a bunch of those, and eventually I had to stop getting them because there were just too many. Like every other month was another one. Here's another one. Here's another. (laughs) Here's Batman in another world. Here's Batman in another setting. Okay, we'll mix it up. Here's Superman. And then he's in Gotham. (laughs) Here's Superman, but if he was Batman. (laughs) Totally. Totally. You know what? I love love the Elseworlds. I love all that stuff. Uh, But there's a time and a place. (laughs) And the 90s was the time. All right, let's get into Rebels here. So, Rebels 95, Comet's Tale. Having been presumed dead, Frail Dox reunites with his fellow fugitives from Legion's tyranny in the haven of the lawless world of Roxel. Meanwhile, Dox's old ally, Captain Comet, returns to the Legion homeworld Cairn, unaware of the terrible changes that have occurred in his months-long absence. Tennessee Pyre, writer Derek Oakwin, penciler Mark Probst, inker Stuart Heifetz, computer colorist, Gaspar, letterer, and Peter Tomasi and Dan Raspler are the editors. Boom, boom, boom. Alrighty, so we open up on Cairn and the rocket ship that was carrying Captain Comet is opening up and he's <laughs> he is coming down the steps every bit the hero. It's like the the hero stance with the cape thrown over his shoulder, and he's slowly not giving a damn that they that's have their right. guns pointed at him. That's right. The officers are like telling him to freeze, and their guns are trained on him. And he's like, I don't know what I did to rate such a hostile reception, but we're wasting time. I must see Chief Docs on a matter of utmost urgency. And the officers are surprised, almost happy. They're like, Captain Common, is that you? Gods, they told us you were dead. How? Whatever the reason, we're so glad to have you back, sir. And Comet's like, oh, then why did you shoot us down when we transmitted Legion access codes? 
codes have been changed, sir. Security measure. Uh, Captain and the people that he was flying with uh, poke their heads out. If everything's all right, we'd like to go back home. Money to be made and all that. Of course, I trained you well, men. I'm sure Legion will loan you a ship in light of their shameful behavior. What else changed in my absence, officers? And they're like, uh, um, just everything. <laughs> and they are not wrong. No, I, I like how that last panel's done where he's all in shadow and they're half out. It almost, because they're smiling, it almost looks like they're the good guys. and He's like the, the dark evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in and I guess in one way to look at it, he is. He is. Well, he's but not, you know. <laughs> he's in opposition to everything Legion is holding dear. Yeah. But, you know, he's not. But it's, it's kind of cool the way they do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so we hop on to Rexel, where uh, Vril and all the rest are hanging around Garv, who has been hooked up to the, the spaceship by the spaceship tentacles. Um, the ship's feeder tendrils have lodged themselves deep into Garv's brain, but... It seems I'll be able to extricate him with minimal damage, says Docs. Brain damage, says Strata. Docs, don't hurt him. And Stealth is saying, easy, Strata. Docs knows what he's doing. He seems to anyway. And Docs says, when haven't I, as he's pressing buttons and stuff. He usually (laughs) seems to. (laughs) Totally, totally. And then Docs says, besides, I meant damage to the tendrils. (laughs) And there's the Docs we know and love. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and the tendrils come slurping out of uh, Garv, and he kind of gasps, and Strata runs over to him. Garv! And Garv is like, what the grok is going on here? What did this crate do to me? Docs, you ain't dead? Never mind him, honey. Come to Strata. And she gives him a big hug. And he is not the only one getting hugged. Stealth is... or. Stealth, yeah. Stealth is, like, cozying up to Docs, and I still cannot wrap it's, my head around this. <laughs> you know, it's getting to be a bit weird. I'm wondering it is more weird. I, let's hope, because it, it is weird. She's, like, friendly and hugging him. Nice job, but I thought the ship was a complete mystery to you. It was, he says. But when have I had a chance to think about the problem before now? Ever since we escaped Cairn, we've been in the middle of one desperate situation or another. Before we rush to engage Legion again, we should probably take some time and figure out if there's anything else we should have gotten around to by now. And Stealth says, for once, Docs, I agree. And she goes in for another smooch, and she starts, like, running her hands up inside his shirt, and she's, like, groping him like a horny little teenager <laughs> and and Docs is still a green Kaluan, but he's got like pink burn stripes all over his body from from Ignea last issue. So it's uh he's looking he's looking very Christmas, very red and green. <laughs> and stealth totally holiday docs. Right? And stealth is saying, what is this? Docs, Ignea's burns are all over. Docs, it's time we took care of you, and I mean now. And we'll check in on them later. We're back at Legion Central Command, and baby Docs, Lyril is learning how to walk. He's teaching himself how to walk in this 
um, weird little robot egg <laughs> egg body of his little his little Transformers exo armor. Yes, it's so weird. It's so weird. Um, anyway, he's trying to walk, and uh, Lydia is saying such breathtaking tenacity, but I fear you push yourself too hard, Chief. Nonsense, Lydia. Ugh. I'm nearly 18 months old. It's time I learned to walk. And I mean, to be fair, there are 18 month old babies that learn to walk, just not in a, <laughs> not in little robot outfits, robot rompers. And probably ones that they designed too. Totally, yeah. Anyway, he says, besides I, whoa, and he kind of falls over. Why is it so damned hard? I'll never get the hang of it. Of course you will, sir. Of course you. And then there's like a <clears throat> at the door and one of the Legion officers stands there and says, Chief Docs, you have a caller, sir. He says he brings urgent news of deal with him yourself. I'm not seeing anyone. And then Captain Comet swoops in, kind of throwing his cape out of the way. You know, what? I'm coming more and more to appreciate the costume because the cape is like. It he's is making good use of the cape. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cape. the way it sounds like cape cloak. That's right. That's it right. That's perfect for both. Yes. You'll see me and Lydia and Lyra look at each other kind of in shock. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> Jinky's up. up. We didn't plan on this thing. That's right. I must get word to your father. Lady Quark is an imposter. Bum, bum, bum. And Lyra says, what? Oh, uh, we know, Captain. The fraud was unmasked and slain by your girlfriend, Mary Jane, actually. Mary Jane, she must be worried sick about me. We, we all were. You've been missing for months. What happened? And then we get recap. Recap, recap. Sort of. A recap that segues into, um, not a recap. <laughs> yeah, new information. Yes. Some of that is kind of done in that there's a Captain Comet story in the showcase, like an eight pager, which we'll cover at some point. Yeah. It kind of covers some of what he was what he was doing on the planet. Yeah, and it's wild. Anyway, he tells us all about how, you know, fake Lady Quark um tried to kill him, buried him under a mountain, and uh eventually he survived. He crawled out from under all the rubble. And the ship was gone. The fake Quark had apparently used it to come back here. She probably told your father I was dead, which would explain why he sent no rescue ship. I had to accept it. I was stranded on a pre-industrial world, rich in the resources I needed, but sadly lacking any method of harvesting them. I only had one recourse. I needed to civilize the Ifcons. I'm not sure that's where my mind would have gone, but this is why I'm not, you know, a, mutant a telepathic mutant. <laughs> totally, <time>. totally. <laughs> I secured their cooperation with a simple display of telekinesis. Then I bestowed what gifts I had to offer, from fire to mining to metallurgy to industrial processes to chemistry, until at last we had a space program. <laughs> now that's just freaking amazing and here's my favorite panel from the whole page <laughs> right here coming up the next one yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby Lero's eyes are like bugging out of his head 
You industrialize a tribal society in six months? They were slow learners. Now, (laughs) (laughs) now can I see your father, please? And baby Docs is just saying, he's he's dead. What? You poor child. Thank you, Comet. I'll fill you in later. Until then, if Legion can do anything, I'd like to see Mary Jane. I'll have her brought to your quarters. Wait there, my friend. Slow learners indeed. What a posturing, preening prat. <laughs> Jealousy, because you can see he is completely shocked. Absolutely. This could be bad, sir, says Lydia. He's not only brilliant, he's a telepath and a telekinetic. He won't be easy to fool. And Baby Docs flies off with his little rocket shoot ship. His little his his little outfit can do everything but help him walk, apparently. <laughs> he can fly away with it with little feet blasters. Oh yes, he will. Now I'm just noticing on here, and it looks like it's on the on this all the whole time. There's only three fingers and a thumb. But yeah, that's so weird. But like, doesn't Docs and him stealth have five fingers? They do. They do indeed. So yeah, I'm not sure why he wants to just have. I mean, it's a lot bigger, so I don't think his hands actually. His fingers are actually in there. I mean, his hands probably only halfway up that gaunt. Oh, for sure. Anyway, but still, just just. I mean, I don't know if it's a weird design. Well, it's just weird. Yeah. Weird design. But Who he's can fathom kid. the mind? He's a of... weird psychopathic kid. So, Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yes. Infants are infinitely weird in their thinking. <laughs> All righty. So we're back on the planet Raxel, and uh, Stealth has taken Docs to the doctor. This is a doctor's office. I know it's not classy, Docs, but you'll like him. He's easy to intimidate. Took me two seconds to get him to spill that you were alive and running around with the blood circle. And we see the doctor and he's laid out on his operating table and he's laid out on a big pile of blood. And I can't tell if they've, it looks like the blood circle has painted a red circle on him, but it could also be like. Yeah, or it's just a hole through him because I'm not sure if the blood painted on him or you're seeing the blood underneath. Yeah, it could right be, you're right. It could be that he's got, yeah, a big blaster hole in his body. Either way, Doctor is not helping anybody <laughs> anytime soon. Nope. Nope. And Doc said, did he also mention the blood circle's strong aversion to being discussed? <laughs> oh, well, as long as those bandits didn't take off with his cellular regenerator. And Stealth is like, you are as cold as ever. I am not. Now help me move this corpse. I need the table. <laughs> I am not being cold. Now, can we get the corpse out of here? That's it's right. In the way. It's in the way, buddy. Mm-hmm. So he's lying down and groaning and moaning as Stealth is using the cellular regenerator on him. Can you get this over with? The pain. Oh, stop whining. Cells regenerate only so fast. And we can see uh, Docs is more green, less Christmas as, as the yeah. cellular regenerator is is working its magic. There are some patches in my right front pocket. Get me one, Docs. Now, he says, hurry. All right, all right. You're not being too smart, Docs. This stuff's going to kill you, as he groans and gets 
gets his drugs smacked onto his head there. Stealth, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, we're back on Karen, and Mary Jane is, like, trapped in a prison cell. I don't know why I let this go on for so long, says little baby docs. This will teach me to procrastinate. At least I had the foresight to pull you out of that space station before I destroyed it. There we go. So clearly she didn't get blown up. Yeah, she got pulled out. I'd rather be dead than serve as one of your mindless slaves, you little. And he uh, zaps her with some electricity or whatever. She's wearing like those uh, hypno goggle things. You were saying, how may I serve you, sir? Excellent. You are free to go. And he like releases her and she um, she takes off her goggles. I have news for you, Mary Jane. The man you love has returned from the dead. I love only you, sir. Don't tell him yet. <laughs> so Mary Jane uh, surprises Captain Comet in his quarters. Mary Jane... Hello, Adam. He looks at her full of love, I guess. Come here, you. It feels like I've been waiting a million years. He pulls her into a big embrace and she says, then two more minutes won't make a difference. What? Let me change into something a little smuttier. Okay, that's not Mary Jane. Mary Jane would never say that. (laughs) I mean, it's Mary Jane, but that should be clue number one that he's dealing with a mind-warped well, as as we see, Lil I know. really underestimated him. Totally, totally. You're fine the way you are. Humor me, Adam. Here, you can play with this until I get back. And she, you know, hands him the little uh, mind-warping goggles. But instead, the Comet throws them away and says, I'd rather play with you. Gives her a big kiss. And then he says, I'm sorry, my love, as he zaps her brain. And we go into... Like a mindscape, I guess. Yeah, Adam, where are we? Totally. Uh, we are inside our two minds, joined into one. Now, excuse me. He flies over and sees like this black um, nuclear kind of little mini explosion going on over in, in the Mary Jane side of the brain. And he says, but this psychic ex ex." excrescence i've never seen that word before yeah at first i thought it was excrement but i'm like no way yeah i mean i think it's probably related and excrement is the word i probably would have used but psychic excrescence 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 anyway that's psychic garbage (laughs) uh let's see a distinct outgrowth on a human or animal body or on a plant especially one that is a result of disease or abnormality well there we go. That's totally what this is. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, yeah, if you're able to change a civilization, guide a civilization to go from Stone <laughs> Age to Space Age in six months. Yeah. That's probably not a word you had to look up. No, not him. But, I mean, me, So we sake. know that we're screwed if we're left with one of those things. We're like, <laughs> totally. I might be able to teach these guys fire, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, if I'm dropped off on a planet, I'm not going to be tossing words like excrescence around, nor am I going to be bumping them up the <laughs> the civilization chain anytime soon. Yeah, I might be able to do fire, maybe. Maybe. Beyond that, maybe. I'm Maybe. 
Although it's harder than you think. My sister, get, no, my sister, my wife gave me like one of those flint chippy things so that I could try to start my own fire. Because, you know, if I'm ever on, you know, Survivor, I'm going to need to know how to start a fire. Cause well, it's true. This is very true. But it's hard. It is hard freaking work using flint to start a fire. And I'm not a particularly patient person, so... <laughs> I went back to the matches pretty quickly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still up there, and I can still kind of like, I'll still work away. Eventually, I'll figure out how to do fire. But all of which is just a really long-winded way of saying, if I'm ever trapped on a on another planet, I'm I'm gonna be staying there. I'm not getting off anytime soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Comet is saying, did the child really think he could hide it from me? And with, like, a gasp, uh, Mary Jane is suddenly brought back to reality. Mary Jane, shh, it's not safe to speak here. We have to escape. Which is just, it's, it's cool. It shows us that Comet was never fooled to begin with. He was no. a couple steps ahead of the baby the whole time. Probably, like, as soon as he landed. Oh, but probably as soon as he realized things were going weird, he started scanning a few things and going, okay, Absolutely. that's weird. You know, yeah. I bet you anything, actually, that's what was happening that panel when he's all in black. He's probably scanning those guys going, what the hell is uh -huh. crap in their heads? Hey, yeah, it's on this yeah, guy's yeah. head, too. Oh, now it's Mary Jane's. Yeah, let's get rid of that. Everything is just not the way it should be. Alrighty, so they try to walk away, and uh, one of the Legion officers says, excuse me, you can't leave the premises without your homing beacon. Is that so? And he gives him a mind blast and sends him flying, and the dude is like, ugh. Chiram to administrative, two escapees, out the sunward exit. And Lyril is saying, blast, Mary Jane betrayed me again. Scramble the interceptors. I want them both dead. And Comet and Mary Jane are flying away. They'll be after us, I guess. I should have asked this sooner, but do we have anywhere to go? Nope. And I intend to get extremely anxious about that very topic in a minute as she gives him a little smoochy kiss as lasers are flying all around them and blasting them. And he says, your minute's up. <laughs> and they're flying away, flying off to somewhere. Am I missing something? Or are they actually firing on us because we're not wearing those tracers? You've got it, Adam. Lyril runs a strict operation. How did he end up in charge anyway? Smart kid. His father trusted him. And Adam... There's more of them ahead. Don't worry, Mary Jane. I can. And he tries to fly away, but the zappers zap Mary Jane's arm. And she takes a blast to the arm pretty terribly, yeah. which is not great for Captain Comet. He holds her, and then he looks at all the, the uh, rockets flying around him, and he says, Mary Jane, you filthy animals and he just psychically grabs the two rocket ships and smashes them <laughs> together into a great big explosion kablamo yeah he didn't take it very well but i think they got it worse than mary i jane think did. so <laughs> totally and then mary jane wakes up on a bed with her arm in a sling and she's like adam easy honey you've been hurt but you'll be all right where are we legion headquarters what our legion, the real legion. We're bringing it back, Mary Jane. 
And it's like they're almost in a log cabin and they've got like a little poster of the old Legion symbol and they've got maps taped to the wall and a couple, yeah, a little bit of equipment there. So it's cool that someone is, is going to bring back Legion. I mean, Docs is going to get there eventually too, but they're coming at it from two fronts. Totally, totally, totally. Alrighty, so in the interest of moving a subplot along, we are in a space station, and some dude is speaking to representatives of all the Legion planets. I come to you tonight with heavy hearts, bearing the findings of our investigation into the most hateful crimes ever committed against our 87 worlds, the recent mass assassination of our planetary leaders, we of the Council of 87 find that our beloved heads of state were slain by the terrorist known as Stealth. We further sentence her to death. Ordinarily, we would entrust Legion with this task, but as our leaders met their ends while under Legion protection, hmm, says Lydia, who's been listening in and is not impressed, we've engaged the most fearsome bounty hunter in all known space. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, Lobo's back already. But we flip the page, and it is not Lobo. It is the Iceman, the bounty hunter that we met. Yeah, way back, like, in Legion. I think Legion 50 was the last we saw of him, probably, when he was, like, zooming off into Legion 50. Maybe it was before that. Maybe it was before that. Was he part of the... Ignea storyline or not? I can't remember. Yes, Um, I think he was because Lydia's father, right, hired the Iceman? I don't recall. I think I recall scenes of the Iceman and and the dragon. Lydia's, Lydia's, not Lydia, sorry, Ignea's dad's dragon kind of hanging out a little bit. Either way, we haven't seen the Iceman for a while, and the last time we did see him, he was like, Flying off into the middle of space. Never to be seen again until, you know, he was needed. (laughs) And here he is. His last appearance before this was number 38. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Huh. I feel like he was involved with... Well, no, that's right, because that was that whole story about them trying to... Of them getting docs to... to, uh, dismantle legion right and then that was over for a little bit and then we came back and if 50 was her revenge right 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 totally totally so he was connected but just much earlier much earlier (laughs) so there we go we're gonna get the Iceman back we can see it on the very last page it's right there but if you look at the next issue blurb it says lyril has had enough of the meta meddling rebels so he hires a legendary assassin known as nah why spoil it well (laughs) too late (laughs) it's already been spoiled buddy it's the (laughs) x-man you're gonna want to be here trust me they say so that is that rebels continues to move along at a pace Yep, and we're coming up on a crossover, too. Well, not, I mean, company-wide crossover, not an actual crossover, but it's in the series. Because we're about two issues away from Underworld Unleashed. 
Right. Oh my gosh. And that probably, I don't even remember it hitting Rebels, but it must. I mean, it does. Yeah. Well, according to the covers. Well, clearly. Clearly. That's cool. There we go. There we go. Rebels is going to come crashing into the rest of the DCU with a crossover. Yeah, because I don't think uh, Legion, beyond the annuals, I don't think Legion got involved in any crossovers. Then I'm not sure if they had any crossovers. No, wait, yeah. they were War of the Gods. They did have a War of the Gods issue. That's right. The one with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that 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 was kind of it. And what else was going on while War of the Gods was going on? Because there were two, right? Oh, well, yeah, Armageddon, but that was... Yeah, annuals. I mean, they did the annuals. That was annuals, yeah. They did yeah, all the yeah. annuals. Yeah. They did the annual-related crossovers, but not... Yeah, DC didn't really have... Yeah, I guess they really... They, they were in the midst crossovers. of... Yeah, that's, that's how they did their crossovers at that point. They were doing them in the summer annuals. Oh my gosh, I'm almost nostalgic for like a summer annual crossover. Almost. <laughs> almost. And it, huh. Atlantis attacks. Well, not for that one. <laughs> I did like Atlantis attacks and uh, what was one that came after? Or before, Evolutionary War, because each annual had that backup story. Right. Giving the history of like either the Serpent Crown or the High Evolutionary. And because of that, yes. it covered so much of that history that that was like, that was a big way I got a lot of early Marvel history there. It's because they did all those backup stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very true. So, yeah, oh my we are goodness. getting, we are going through this series. I mean, it's scary how quickly we're getting up to 17. I know it's not going to be long, man. Will not be long. Alrighty. Well, that is it for this month, this week. We'll be back next week, not next month. I mean, we might be back next month. <laughs> I'm assuming we will be back next month as well. <laughs> but we'll also be back next week. Yes, both of them. <laughs> both of those things. Alrighty. So if you want to send us a comment, you can send it to all of the places. Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the Facebook page. Uh, those are all the places. Yeah. Totally. Alrighty, folks. Enjoy your countdown to your turkey day. And we will see you all next W-E-E-K. T-S apostrophe T-E-S-U-T apostrophe Y-U-N. K apostrophe E R R I V I N N I. That's a lot of apostrophes. I feel like that's like Kryptonian. No. Martian. Doesn't Martian is the one with all the yeah. You've exhausted all of the Earth Earth <laughs> farewells. Now we're hitting Martian. Hmm. We're going into galactic now. Oh my gosh. Like, Ah. Uh.